Well, our moms think we're funny. So how about the mullets? Uh, you gotta do it differently. Like you gotta be like, uh, so uh, how about those mullets? My man can tell you to do it. That's, <laughs> that's fine. You can do it whatever you want. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to another episode of So Our Mom's Secret Funny. You with uh, here Turk One Eighty Two and Akomi. All right, so uh, so Akomi and I were sitting here, and we were just kind of talking, and uh, see how do we actually get off on the subject? Uh, you told me that if you ever developed superpowers, I would have to kill you. Right, but. But what led me to say that? That's not something I would just arbitrarily say. Well, it was kind of a rabbit hole, because we were talking about Yoko Ono. Oh, yeah. And that, that somehow developed into you talking about how when you get older, you're going to replace all your body parts with cybernetics. Yeah. And then that transitioned over to, if I ever get superpowers, you have to kill me. Yes. Anybody yes. who's listened to any of our podcasts know how our conversations go. <laughs> Yeah, as I was, uh, I was, uh, so it started off and I was talking to Akomi about, uh, listening to Disgraceland podcast, two-parter on John Lennon. And they were, I'm not, I'm not going to go into the whole big deal or whatever, but talking about, uh, you know, Yoko Ono and just my, my thoughts on, on her as an individual, um, uh, as a, uh, she was a lovely young lady. As a, you know, uh, perf- entertainer, um, question mark. Um, and her, her, her physical appeal, right? That's one way of putting it. So, um, uh, physical presence, if you will. Yes. (laughs) Just uh, how I rank all of those, everything about her, I give all the same rank. Um, (laughs) that's a a good diplomatic way of putting it. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh. Like that, that, that line that I love is like, uh, in from, from Kiss of the Dragon, where, uh, Chucky Cario says, there's a time for action and time for diplomacy. Diplomacy is dead. Uh, <laughs> uh, I rise right now that this, there's still, uh, diplomacy is still very much alive in my conversation, but of course that will spiral to nowhere in three, <laughs> two, one. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so from there it talked about, um, uh, that, you know, no matter how long I live, which will be for a long time again, because I plan on having my body parts replaced with cybernetics. And I'm not sure if I've ever said this on the channel before, but I don't really see that as being an issue. People are like, well, that just like, you're just being crazy or whatever. I'm like, no, that's, I mean, okay. If, if something like on you fails, right. And you can have it replaced. You would, right? So it's not like I'm just going to run out there and be like, Hey, take my kidney, take my liver, right? Take my spleen. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but like, if, if if you lost a hand, right, through whatever means, okay, and you had the option of getting a, you know, a, you know, mechanical, cybernetic, whatever hand, you'd get one, right? I mean, I, mean, I think that's fairly, likely. I think that's fairly you know, obvious by all the amputees that are out there. They're like, oh, yes, I would like to have something that's going to replace the thing I lost, right? Oh, yeah, my heart stops working, right? Guess what? I'm going to get an artificial heart, okay? Sure. So, again, it's not me just running out and be like, now on the market, we have these new, like, magic, they had, like, a Lieutenant Dan legs. And I'm like, oh, I want magic legs. And like, no. I was like, but when my legs start failing me, right, why not go get Lieutenant Dan's? And I'm just, that. that's it. So, anyway. So, because of that, I will be here for quite a while. And I was just saying that I don't think that my ranking of Yoko Ono will ever change no matter how long I live. Is that where you were going with that? Yes. <laughs> And then from there, um, I, you know, just mentioned, um, oh, we saw something that, that was on, like, they caught my eye on TV or whatever. And I just mentioned, like, superpowers. Because, um, oh, you said something about, uh, I think, superpowers or something. Did I? I say a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I just spew bullshit <laughs> at all times. Because you're, you're like, uh, something... Anyway, I forget what it was now. But anyway, and I was just like... Oh. All I remember saying is that Yoko Ono doesn't do anything for me and I have a thing for Asians. That's all I remember about my contribution to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do enjoy, um, you know, the... I was going to say I do enjoy Asians. That's going to come out all wrong. Um, <laughs> but, I, yeah, I, 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 I do find Asian women attractive. I, I don't think that um, mine is as... Uh, as uh, 
intense as yours. <laughs> That's a good right. way of putting it. Yeah, Sam's still being diplomatic here. <laughs> so, um, I think you were fishing for the word perverse, but you kind of tweaked it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fine line between intense and perverse, kind of like love and obsession. Um, speaking of which, uh, you know, as we're recording this, like on TV is Roadhouse and uh, Roadhouse. And not that, you know, I'm a really big fan of Roadhouse, but I am a big fan of Kelly Lynch. And uh, I'm just going to say... Is that her bum on the screen That now? is not Kelly. You will okay. you will know Kelly Lynch when you see her. <laughs> when you see Kelly Lynch, you're like, you know, like, hot damn. I'm just gonna, I just want to remind you of one thing. Dibs. So, anyway. <laughs> um, well, I so, thought I had a chance, but now you called dibs. So. I did. <laughs> oh, look, it's Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thanks for coming out to show tonight. <laughs> We're not doing a less watching anymore, right? So, uh, we should, though. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, so I just, I just said to, to Akomi, and I was like, hey, I just want you to know that if I ever, if I ever, uh, get superpowers, you're gonna have to kill me. Just, I'm just putting it out there just to let you know. I would, I would love to say, as I told him, I would say, I would love to say, you know, that if I got superpowers, I'd be more of like a Spider-Man type, you know, great power, great responsibility. But in all actuality, I would probably be more like a Magneto or a Doctor Doom type. And that's, I mean, start off as like a Spider-Man, but I would probably quickly change over to one of the others. So just putting it out there, if, if I ever develop superpowers, you're going to have to kill me. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I kind of knew that already. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So... And so I was just, I was like, yeah, I'm just letting you know. So if it happens, right, you can actually go back to this conversation and just be like, you know, hey, we had this conversation long before this. And, uh, you know, and, and he already knew this was going to have to happen. This was going to be an eventuality. So, you know, so, you know, I'm kind of free and clear of all this because he knew for himself that this is going to have to happen. Mighty bold of you to assume that I'll be able to kill you if you have superpowers. Well, I'd like to think that you would find a way to you know to like get you know beneath uh behind my defenses and be like hey buddy i'm just gonna you know i was thinking you know you know maybe you might want to go see yoko ono she's uh <laughs> she's still alive you got superpowers we just go over there and say hi and be like yeah something like bang and like no you shot me you son of a bitch <laughs> oh it was like i knew i knew but I expected it to happen like you know, a couple days from now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so no, my my take like I'm such an introvert. I think if I got superpowers, I would just use those superpowers to be left alone. To be left alone. Yeah. Just like I'm gonna I'm gonna get a nice little cabin out in the wilderness in the Midwest somewhere and just like hunt animals and and live in peace. Yeah. People, animals. Most dangerous game over here. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious humans. Scream all you want. Ain't nobody gonna hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Is my superpower being a hillbilly cannibal? <laughs> that's, that's from the Davis Spade uh, special. It's like the hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a really good special. Uh, dude, so, look at him. He's uh, freaking out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is this all for me? Or have to, have to, have to share with my monkey friends? Get out of here. <laughs> now we're going to sit there and keep doing, like, you know, all of all all David Spade's, like, like lines from the thing. Just watch it for yourself. It's, it's, it's a really good comedy special. It's, it's hilarious. And for those who don't know, David Spade is Cusco from Emperor's New Groove. So. Oh, Cusco. Uh so uh, he actually has new like a new comedy like show coming on or whatever. Yeah, with the guy who voiced Kronk, right? I, I, no, he was. They were in a TV show. Yeah, rules together. of engagement. But no, he has like a new thing coming out. Oh, I don't remember what it's going to be on like Comedy Central, Sci-Fi, um, Comedy Sci-Fi. I don't know <laughs> Hallmark Central. Channel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Lifetime. <laughs> He's going to be in a Lifetime movie. Every man's dream. You know, it's only funny when people laugh. The David Spade story. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
So, uh, oh, you were in that Lifetime movie and you're a man? What role did you play? The abusive husband. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so well, I guess it was either that or the rapist. I'm sorry. It was, it was, it was the rapist. <laughs> you, know, you know when you go to the doctor and you don't feel good and have that pain chart and it's like, describe your pain from one to ten. Right. It's like, that's, that's like the chart for like, Men in a Lifetime movie, and you're going to be playing abusive male number seven type. And it was like, oh, okay. So I don't hit my wife, but I'm going to push her down onto the couch a few times. <laughs> so, so what's what's abusive male number one? And it's like, oh, you're not the actual husband uh, of the of the of the victim. You're the best friend that the husband just ignores when she keeps saying he's been attacking me. It's like. I've known him since college. <laughs> he would never do that. Jerry sure. wouldn't do that. Sure, he was a little wild back in the day. And some women accused him of different things. You know, and that one girl went missing. But that's college stuff. He got all the system back then. He'd never do that now. PJ is my best friend. It's now, like, Squee, I would suspect. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, uh... Honey... <laughs> Why? Why am I finding Jerry's boxers in my underwear drawer all the time? <laughs> I don't understand this. You're just not good at laundry, darling. Lifetime <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God>, movies. <laughs> They're absolute shit. So, uh, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rabbit hole down into, uh, into, into Roadhouse here. With his really cool, like, you know, Mercedes, where they made it a point to show him putting a tape in the tape deck of his car <laughs> to show how awesome the hi-fi, like, Blaupunk stereo system was, <laughs> that it can play cassettes. Uh, anyway, so um, so then I, I was like, you know, you said, yeah, I'm just going to move out to the wilderness. I'm like, well, shit, you can move out to the wilderness without having superpowers. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. I got to work to survive. <laughs> Yeah, well, you gotta work as superpowers too. Were you gonna like live in the wilderness, but like come in this town every once in a while, like rob people? Well, that's a thought, actually. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot, there, Brightburn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking, you know, if I could fly or something and make hunting animals really easy, and then I could just, you know, okay, cook hunting, my food and live. Hunting animals is already pretty damn easy. Oh, depends. <laughs> no, it's okay. So here's the thing, right? When you're hunting animals, the animal doesn't know it's being hunted. Well, yeah, and that's why I would argue about hunting being a sport, because it's the only game you play where the other team doesn't know they're playing. Right. I mean, like, right, right now, if, if I ran out there in, like, a football uniform, we're in a Walmart, <laughs> and I just started, like, slamming into people, like, touchdown! Yeah! It's like, we're playing football. Fuck you, we're playing football. And I just scored. <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's really easy to win at hide-and-seek when nobody knows to look for you. It's just like, I'm just sitting in the closet all day going, yeah, hell yeah, bitch. I'm the champion in Minecraft. If that's the case, I've been playing relation hide-and-seek for, like, ten years. <laughs> I am doing so well. <laughs> I've been ghosting women for decades, man. These they just don't know find me. <laughs> <laughs> So, so hunting is already pretty easy. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from the fact that you do have to be a pretty good shot for the most part. Cause really, even if, even if you hit like the animal in the wrong spot, right? They, you know, it's kind of like, kind of like a karate kid when he broke his leg, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty good, you know, martial artist, but you know, but now he's got a broken leg. <laughs> you still have to work to finish him off, but you don't have to work as hard anymore. Because right? Right? <laughs> once you move behind him, he's got to hop around a circle again. <laughs> so I'm so yeah, like I, again, hunting is like you. Plus not only that, but like oh hey, I'm gonna spray a little little the deer spray around here to like the stuff that they like to draw them closer to me. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit up here all day and wait for them. It's not really a sport, so yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely you, you, not a sport. You flying right, being like <laughs> it just makes it easy for me to hunt them. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> In this case, it's actually like it's easier than regular hunting because you don't even have to lure them to you; just fly around. Exactly. It's, 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 I'm just grazing here. I'm like, hey, it's like I've got all my food for the next like two and a half days just from like flying for three minutes. It'd be awesome. And then fuck the government. They wouldn't be able to tax me or anything. 
Okay, now that's, and that's so really then, all I want. then you can become one of those guys. You're just like, you've been you've been like hunting animals in government ground. Like, <laughs> fuck you! This is my land. This is freedom. And plus, I live in the sky. You can't control the sky, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you get it. <laughs> so even even though Akomi hasn't said it, right? He is pretty much just acknowledged the fact that if he ever develops superpowers, I'm going to have to kill him too. <laughs> I'm already an anarchist. I am very close to getting killed by somebody at some point. So, so yes, yeah, so now this has just become just a, 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 a pact. You know, just like, <laughs> if I ever get superpowers, you're going to have to kill me. It's like, and if I get superpowers, you're going to have to kill me. Deal. <laughs> Deal. Uh, so, Okay. So, so what was it? Is that what you want? You want to be able to fly no. so you can live in the woods away from everybody else? No, no, I don't want to fly. Like I said, the superpowers I would actually pick would actually lead to me being a supervillain. For a great buck. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Um... Sorry, distracted by the movie. No, I mean, I think pretty much any of the superpowers... And I feel like we've done an episode of the podcast where we talk about superpowers. But that's okay, because, uh, you know, personalities change, things change. So, um... Yeah, because I... Yeah, we did talk about this one one episode, because I was saying at the time that if I could develop a superpower, then it would be, um control over mallet space like cartoon characters have oh yeah where you have like context sensitivity of like oh yeah i really need an anvil right now oh here we go because <laughs> that pretty much makes you unstoppable okay so you're gonna be up in the woods away from everybody else basically being the mask without actually wearing the mask <laughs> I like P- pulling think- out pulling out ridiculously large cartoon guns and using them to hunt animals with yeah with like intelligent bullets that chase the animals down and then it's like oh yeah good thing I have this trusty grill in my back pocket yeah oh fl- lots of lighter fluid here we go gluck 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 and that would be pretty awesome but uh, I think if I still had to live in society then the superpower I would probably want would be manipulation over odds kind of like Domino has oh so you <laughs> want to be president. Uh, well, no, because I'm, I'm an anarchist. I mean, I hate well, politics, but... Well, I just meant that, you know, manipulation over the odds, so... Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, that... Power struggle. It was just locker room talk. It was just locker room talk. <laughs> no, um... But no, because, I mean, it, like, you look at a character like Domino, and I don't think they've ever really, like, shown exactly how powerful she could really be if she used her powers for, like, ill. Because it's like, oh yeah, you know, you want to look at something of like, oh, the gun jammed? Well, the odds were in my favor, but then it's like, okay, well, you know, what What are the odds that I wake up with, you know, a, a million dollars under my pillow in the morning? I'm going to say the odds are now 100%. Well, here's the thing. Domino doesn't control her powers. That's true, They yeah. just happen. And I, I dare to say that Domino is not a superhero. I guess not. Not she, technically. She's not. Domino is a... She's actually... Uh, I wouldn't even call her anti... She really is kind of a bad guy. <laughs> Domino is is a villain. I don't know her outside of the Deadpool stuff, so I really Well, know. so this, the reason I'm saying is that because she doesn't control her powers, but she reaps the benefits of everything that happens, right? Oh, yeah. That is true. I never thought about that. So so it just, this just happens and just kind of does its own thing, and she just reaps the benefits. So even though she's not actively doing it, she is, you know, she is, like, taking adva- full advantage of it. So no matter what happens, so let's say that some guy, you know, she ends up stumbling across, oh, hey, look, here's $20,000, right? <laughs> yeah, but that probably means that somebody lost $20,000. Yeah. And you're not going out of your way to, like, find them. Um, and so it's like, you're, you're really pretty much our bad guy. Yeah, I can see that. And so, I mean, like, my, my choosing of that power, because I want control over that and control over the odds, that would definitely put me in the realm of being a villain. So, I, I mean, I understand she wants to use her powers for good and stuff, but when she doesn't have active control over them, then that means that whenever something happens, it's just like anything else. There's, there's an, for every good thing that happens to her, it means there's a bad thing that happens to someone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. 
and because you, somebody loses that twenty thousand dollars that right. she finds. Like you go on it's, it's kind of like the whole time travel thing, right? Yeah, I could go back in the past and get like, like buy a bunch of action comic number ones, but that means that someone didn't buy one that then changed their whole future. Right. So I go into a place and I actually get a free meal, right? That means that somebody else missed out probably on a free meal. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, which which brings it back around to yeah, that would pretty much make me a villain. So I guess my superpowers would just be the ability to, like, corrupt Wall Street and overthrow the government and shit. <laughs> so, again, you would be president. I, I, could see, I could see twisting that around to my advantage, yeah. Because with manipulation of the odds, it's like I wouldn't even have to campaign. It's like, what if... You know, no, what? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you said you wouldn't do all these things, which basically just means you want to be president. Well, yeah. Then you could do yeah, all those things. That's true. So, your superpower is just... So, what, what's your superpower again, Akomi? I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. So, so basically, you're you're the hush to the rest of the world's <laughs> Batman. Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't think of too many of my life problems that couldn't be solved with with money. So, yeah, I, I, I'd say so. I mean, like for years. I mean, probably like the first twenty twenty five years of my life, all I wanted was like super strength. But that's what everybody does. Yeah. But it's like, that would be so cool to just be able to, like, lift a friggin' bus over your head. But then, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd much rather be able to do either the, the mallet space thing or the control over statistics. Yeah, um... Because then reality can be whatever I want it to be. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, we've talked about, you know, this and and, and all that, and... You know, having superpowers and what you know, what I would like as far as superpower goes. You know, <clears throat> but you know, I think maybe, you know, but maybe invulnerability would be kind of cool. I mean, I know which one I would go with and which one I have. And that's not going to change at all. But I think invulnerability would probably be kind of nice. Because then, I, yeah, because then I mean, it's now now invulnerability does have its drawbacks. Being that when something does hit you hard enough to do damage, right? Um, so let's say that something happens and I end up actually breaking an arm. I can't go to the doctor to get it set. Right. <laughs> you know? I, you know, let's say that I may be invulnerable, right? But I still um, have the same kind of like, same issues that a normal body would have, right? So let's say that, oh, you know, like a, I, I don't know, uh, got a bad heart. Mm-hmm. Can't do surgery. Yep. You know, so uh, that's it. That kind of sucks. So that's that's the bad thing about being invulnerable. Um, but yeah, that would be kind of nice, you know. But I, I think for the most part, when you think about superpowers, you want something flashy, right? Yeah. Something yeah. that you can just that you really can show off of people. Because you know? I always thought that you know, growing up, like you know what, I would love to be like Colossus, right? Not not just that I'm strong and invulnerable, but then like I get this like nice like metal skin right, or whatever. Right. Like yeah, look at me. Mm. Um, but yeah, but I guess now that I've got older, I'm like, no, no, no. I don't think that's necessary <laughs> to be like all flash like that. Just, I just want to, you know, just you know, be like a, you know, the Human Torch, you know, huh. which is actually even more flashier than that's being Colossus. True, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of thinking that, but I figured you were going somewhere with it. So, but no, I mean it's. Um, yeah, so if I, if I could have a superpower, right, um, yeah, outside of the one I talked about before, which is telekinesis, which I'm still going to stick with, but if, or, or I think I said before, um, a healing factor, like a Wolverine type yeah, healing factor. Yeah, well, I think we both talked about how nice that would be. Yeah. But, uh, there's, there's a really big loophole to Wolverine and Deadpool's healing factors that people don't think about, which is that anytime your brain is damaged, it'll heal, but your memories are compromised. Because no matter how much it heals, memories come from the synapses firing. And so even those healing is not going to create the memories again. Oh, that see, that would suck because then I couldn't even mentor myself. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> like, like, I would like tattoo my arm and then the tattoo would go away. And be like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did I just put on there? Only way I can do is it'd be if I like, use temporary tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> lick them lick and stick them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Like, I have a whole notepad of, like, specially made lick em and stick em tattoos. I just write down shit real quick. Lick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, of course, because it's me, and you lick em and stick em on there, now it's all backwards, and I'm like, shit, <laughs> I can't read this. <laughs> my, my whole thing would be to, like, try to keep a journal or something, but then it's like, yeah, I find it with the lost memory, and it's like, man, whoever wrote this is some little emo pussy. <laughs> Fuck this guy. I'm glad I'm not him. <laughs> Don't you remember you had that? Don't you remember you had that memory thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I would remember if I lost my memory. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I would love a healing factor, except that, I mean, you know, there's that thing. It's like I would still go out of my way to not, to not be in danger because there's the whole, like, loss of memory thing as a threat. Which, wow, man, which one was it? I think it was, um... X-Men Origins that actually touched on that. Like, he shoots Wolverine in the head and says his brain will heal, but his memories won't. So it's like, yeah, the, the shittiest of the movies actually has the science right. Such a bad movie, but yeah. Okay, like, first off, you, you can't you can't pierce adamantium with adamantium, <laughs> right? That That's not how that works. That's like, you know, that's like me taking a brick and trying to drive it through another brick. It just, it's, it doesn't work like that. Um, if anything, what you would do is Right, you would uh, you would shoot him through the eye, mm-hmm. and then I would actually I would actually probably create a special uh, like a bullet like a um, like a magnetic bullet, right? Ah. or a, a reverse polarity magnetic bullet. Shoot Wolverine through the eye, okay? Yeah, the bullet's gonna go into his eye, into the skull, but because of the reverse polarity, right, it's going to bounce. Or off the skull because of the metal. Ah, And so it would just bounce around in his skull forever. Yeah. Just constantly ripping his brain apart. So he would be alive because his head would, he was be trying to heal, but he would virtually be dead until it maybe eventually pushed itself out through his eye again. Yeah. But if you really wanted to hurt him, that's what you would do. And the thing is, if you did shoot him through the eye, right, that bullet's going to stay in there. Mm-hmm. Until eventually his head, or his, his, um, his healing factor pushes it out like your body would a splinter. Yeah. Which means he's either going to push it out through like the roof of his mouth, right? <laughs> or out through his other eye. Or yeah. it could come out through his nose. It could, yeah. Which would be kind of funny watching him sneeze out a bullet. Oh, that'd be gross. <laughs> I don't do well with snot. <laughs> Especially like blood and viscous covered like Ugh. bullet snot. <laughs> That's the name of my new metal band. <laughs> Blood viscous covered bullets. Not. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be like a Norwegian black metal. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pose this to you then, right? Um, so what 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 superpowers is it that you want? Are you gonna go with the uh with the the uh matter space thing? Yeah, yeah, mallet space, mallet yeah. space. Okay. Now, let's say, though, that you did have to use that to save, like, protect people, save the world. Sure. So, would you go the whole, like, like uh, slapstick route, or would you be more like, um, what's that guy from that really crappy Steven Spielberg, like, cartoon that I never really cared for? Freakazoid? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I know, I know a lot of people like it. I just, I, I could not get into Freakazoid I at would all. not want to go the route of Freakazoid. Um... I think it would. I think it would really depend, honestly, because like there there would be moments where it'd be like, this would be hilarious, you know, <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> where it's like, you know, oh yeah, this this guy's robbing the bank. Plus, he's a total dick. He cut me off in traffic, so I'm just gonna like smack him in the face with a camel. Versus where it's like, if I'm just like focused on trying to save people, I'm gonna do whatever's the most practical. You know, smacking somebody in the face with a camel is still probably going to kill them. Probably, and I'm okay with that. I would not be the kind of superhero who's opposed to killing. Wow. So here we is. You have a guy that that pulls stuff out of, you know, uh, what, matter space or whatever, right? Yeah. And is killing people with cartoon mallets. <laughs> it would be awesome. And, you know, I feel sorry for the poor coroner. It's like, here's a guy whose head's been, like, smushed, like, flat. Like, a cartoon flat where he looks like a flounder. He's got one eye on one side, one eye on the other. He's like, it was like, we had to identify him by, like, we had to put, like, one half of his face in, like, a, a Xerox machine, put the other half of his face in a Xerox machine, and put them both together to, like, be like, yep, that's the guy. But you see, I think the weakness to my superpower would be, as long as they apply cartoon logic, then it would have to, like, 
it would have to obey it. So it's like, oh yeah, this guy's been smashed flat, but let's just put this bike pump in his mouth. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so you have to have a for a cartoon medical examiner too. Pretty much, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I can only do it if it's funny, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, whiz, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it would be like the original Mask comics, um... Shit, it wasn't Image who did those. Dark Horse. Dark Horse, yeah. But, like, it would be that kind of thing, where it's like, yeah, just complete insanity, but still really dark, because everybody else still has to follow the rules of physics. Wow. Okay, that's, uh... <laughs> so that's what you would go with, then? Yeah, yeah, I think I, think I would have to, because... I mean, if, if you really push it to its logical conclusions, then it just becomes... Basically, godhood. Because it's like, if it's all based off of context sensitivity, which it seems to be based off of the old Warner Brothers cartoons, then it's like, oh, well, I just so happen to need exact change right at this moment to buy this house. Yeah. With cartoon money. That would, <laughs> that would then disappear, you know, when the person took it to the bank. You're like, wait a minute. This isn't Benjamin Franklin on here. <laughs> He's like, oh... <laughs> It's like, oh, it, it looks like Benjamin Franklin, but it looks like he was drawn by Bill Amend. <laughs> Knowing you, you'd have him drawn by freaking Bill Keen. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Bill Keen. <laughs> Bill Keen would be the first target to my superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, what you would do, you would bring you'd bring his family circus characters together and like line them up against the wall <laughs> and like execute them. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, did you kill my characters? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> no, I swear the piano just fell on his head. Well, see, I used the thing back at him, the Not Me thing, remember? Oh, the Not Me. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jeffy, I swear. <laughs> Not me. Huh. <laughs> Oh yeah, so yeah, so I, I just I don't think I'd be able to help myself to be honest. If <laughs> if no matter what my power was, right, I probably would end up misusing it in some way, shape, or form, and, and, and think, not because I would want to. I really would want to do the right thing, but let's think when you have that kind of power, and I think we see this in in a real life situation here. Not to I'm not trying to go down this this dark hole right here, but with let's say like police officers and you know members of authority like you know, soldiers that kind of stuff when you've got that kind of power you um and you're trying to do the right thing but then it's like why why am i playing by these rules right yeah and it's not that i don't want to but it's like it's, it's like the whole batman thing right you see batman and batman arrest criminals and stuff but you never see batman go to court right right so so if he had to go to court They'd be like, wait a minute, why? I did this thing, I did my part here, this person's a bad person, you know they're a bad person, right? Why am I why am I doing this? You know? And then it's like, why this because it's technicality, this person got off, or why this, why that, you know? It's, let's say Superman, right? So Superman stops the guy, he uses X-ray vision, it's like, oh, he's got like a bunch of drugs in the trunk of the car. Hey, I didn't give you permission to X-ray my trunk, right? Right. Right. Now you did that, and that's the only way you found that you didn't have any kind of probable cause before that, case dismissed. Give back my drugs too, right? Right. right. By the way, in a situation like that, right, when that when that case gets thrown out, do they have to give you back your drugs? That's a good question. I would think that they become property of the state because right. they're... but again, you, if I'm cleared of all charges and charges are dropped, right, you can't keep the property that you took from me that doesn't belong to you. We need to get a lawyer on the show. And then by the you know when they gave you back the drugs, so then they would immediately arrest you for you know <laughs> for, for drug possession, right? <laughs> but I think they had to be able to like you know like I'm gonna drive my car away, right? Right. And if the drugs happen to be in the trunk, I don't know about it. And if there's nothing <laughs> in the trunk of the car, then okay, there's nothing in the trunk of the car, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that way, I'm not knowledgeable that it's in my possession. I got it straight from, you know, from the police. Kind of like when right. you go, when you leave the bank, right? right. <laughs> when you don't, you don't take out your pen, but like, okay, that's a clean bill. That's a clean bill. That's a clean <laughs> bill, right? Even though it's been known that, you know, sometimes they'll end up getting counterfeit bills. They don't know about it. And they're like, well, once it leaves the bank, it's not our fault, right? right. We don't know that you didn't do that, you know? So, but yeah, so I mean, what, in a situation like that, would you be like, hey, um, no, excuse me. <laughs> I had, you know, five dollars in change, two quarters, a dime, three pennies, 
30 pounds of, car- of heroin, right? <laughs> 30 pounds? Jesus Christ, dude. I, I, I can't switch over to the metric. I don't do kilos. I, I, I'm still going by pounds. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, 30 pounds of heroin really isn't that much. I can carry 30 pounds. Uh, I mean, 30 pounds isn't heavy, but man, that would be expensive. Well, <laughs> If they hadn't busted me, I would have had, you know, 30 pounds of, like, $100 bills. <laughs> yeah, no, and, like, the whole legal system is probably another reason why I would just do something totally chaotic as far as superpowers go. Because, like, there's not there's not a lot of movies outside of, like, Hancock and The Incredibles that really focus on the legal aspect of being a superhero. I guess to a certain extent Watchmen does. But really, the whole point of Watchmen is that in order to be a superhero, you would have to have some kind of crippling mental issues. You know, like, you gotta be a sociopath or something. Uh, it's called life. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, like, to, to me, it's like, well, I can either, like, use my powers for good and and, like, bring this guy into the court system and just hope that they actually, like dish out some justice and put him in jail it's like or I can just drop this bottomless hole right in front of him and watch him <laughs> fall into eternity problem solved you know that's oh my god that's what I what I need to do like if you're ever with superheroes or like in a superhero world is have a guy that just does screws like you know Jerry's bottomless hole right <laughs> and that's it be like it could be anything down there and you could probably drop shit down there I wouldn't know because it's a bottomless hole <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you just rent bottomless hole space to people. Yeah. They're like, yep, there's bottomless hole space. You just pay by the month. And, <laughs> of course, people could drop shit down there and you wouldn't know anyway because it's a bottomless hole. So I wouldn't know if there's anything down there belongs to you or not. Yeah, but, but then you wouldn't be able to retrieve it. Right. Like, he could just set up an entire filing system down there. Like, scaffolding that hangs down. That would be really cool. What do you mean? Like, like, from the edge of the hole, he could just, like, hang down rooms and stuff. So he could store stuff down in the bottomless hole. Yeah, but the still whole, retrieve it. Well, the whole point of the bottomless hole is you, things can't be re-retrieved, you know? Oh, so you're just talking about using it for disposal. Yes. Okay. Yeah, just for I disposal. Just, I was just thinking, like, it's storage, like, because uh, D&D has the portable hole. Oh, and so it's handy haversack and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking like that. No, I'm talking about just a, just a hole that just goes, oh, yeah. like, you know, several <laughs> miles underground and be like, hey, Jerry's bottomless holes, you know? <laughs> oh, okay, I get that. <laughs> just like... So, like, the mafia could use it. Yeah, it's like, you know, I've got, like, yeah, 20 locations. One near you! <laughs> I should put the echo in it because the bomb is whole. One near you! 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 Because <laughs> you're, you're saying, yeah, I don't have to pull the bottom rules. Just drop my name. It's like, yeah. hey, what happened to this guy? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen him. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, my God, you would not believe how many people just come wandering here to visit Bobma's Holes and absolutely fall in, you know? It, it, would, be, it would be like the new... Uh, like Niagara Falls. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Grand Canyon. Just drop, drop down the bottomless hole in a barrel. So, yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I, would, I would really would want to do the right thing. I really would. But I can see where, you know, I'd get frustrated with this, get frustrated with that. Be like, oh, I don't want to have to play by these rules. This is not, this is not cool. I mean, like, all right, screw it. You know, I'm just going to do it my way and that's it. <laughs> I, yeah, I would start giving in to temptation literally within the first 24 hours. I don't think we've ever seen that in a comic book either. You know how, like, um, I think during uh, the Batman Cataclysm, when there was a uh, the earthquake that, you know, that took out Gotham, and Commissioner Gordon stayed, and uh, but it turns, if I remember correctly, he didn't want to stay. He actually did try to leave Gotham, but he couldn't because no other police station uh, would uh, take him. <laughs> because they were like, hey, we do real crimes, or, like, solve real crimes around here. We don't have some costume character that does it for us. Because right. no one understands the dynamic with, you know, like, Gordon and Batman. Yeah. And so he couldn't leave, so he he did have to stay there. And he's like, well, as long as we have to stay, I'm going to do it the best thing. And uh, there's a really great scene in there, too, where, because Batman, like, was gone for months, and everyone else had to fend for themselves, and Gordon was kind of pissed at him, right? <laughs> and as, when as he show- would be. When he shows back up, and everything. he's like, where were you? He's like, you know, all this time we needed you, you weren't here. Where were you? And there's a whole reason why he was gone. I'm not going to get into that because that's not what this is about. But, um, and he, Batman goes to reveal himself and Gordon's like, look, I don't want to know. He's like, do you honestly think that if I wanted to know who you are, I couldn't have found out by now? <laughs> you know, it's a great scene. It's like, yeah, I, if I wanted to, I'm, I'm 
freaking police commissioner. This right. town's only so big. You had to live in this town, right? So I could find out. It's like you got a billion dollar car, a billion dollar house, a billion dollar bat cave. <laughs> right. Could it possibly be? The, the best medical that money can buy. I mean, so. I mean, you probably have some connection to the only billionaire in the city. Just a hunch. So, but yes, so I, I, that was that was kind of cool. But, yeah. Um, but in uh, in the the whole uh, I was going back to the, the cataclysm thing, um, you know, Batman and, and and Commissioner Gordon they they have this working relationship or whatever. But you've never seen in a comic book is where you know we have a superhero here that protects the city and they do things kind of differently. And we're okay with that. Yeah. Now, outside of the city, no, you're going to be subject to regular laws are here. But in our city, we turn a blind eye, you yeah. know, to certain things. You've never seen that before. I mean, you kind of see that with like the Punisher right. in Marvel comics, because even when Captain America's like with the punch, like you've killed a lot of people, I'm not going to arrest you. I'm not going to let you kill people while you're with me, right. but I'm not going to arrest you even though you are a murderer, which still looks bad upon Captain America because you still are condoning his actions, right? right? <laughs> just like when you're with me, you act like a Boy Scout. When you're someone else, that's that's the same thing was like when people go to like serial killers, they go to their parents like, it couldn't have been my boy. He's always been so good. Yeah, when he was with you, he's good. <laughs> right. When he sits at the house, he's an asshole. You know? <laughs> 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 so, so so thanks Captain America for condoning like serial killers like, right. like the Punisher but yeah it was like you know you don't you don't see that which I think you really would have a situation like that where it's like yeah it, he does some things that you know aren't very reputable but we let it slide here because it gets the job done right and, yeah and it really does make everybody a little bit safer I'd like to, I think I'd like to see that. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. That would then flip, of course, because the more power you let them have and the more leeway, then that would just end up growing to more and more and more and then would kind of flip on you. Yeah, right. yeah. Inevitably. I think we just keep turning everything back to if you have superpowers, you would just be an asshole and have to die. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I would not make it 24 hours before I started misusing the powers because it'd be like, huh, this guy double parked. <laughs> just going to strap a rocket to the roof of his car. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it's like, you know, or like you were so close to the freaking line, you know. Like, hey, that was my parking spot, and you saw I had my blinker on, and you took it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I pretty much the minute I developed superpowers, it, I would just become, like, Chevy Chase in Christmas Vacation, where it's like, no, no, um, no, he, he, he ruined my tree, I had to get another one, so now I have another one, problem solved. <laughs> Oh, the, the stair banisters aren't fixed. Brrr, chainsaw through them. Yep, problem's fixed. <laughs> we don't have broken banisters anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's just, I, I, I know a lot of people are going to be upset by this, but, you know, hey, did you just toss a cigarette butt out your car window? Yep. Afraid I'm going to have to, um, you know, lift your car up with my superpowers and put you on top of some building uh, <laughs> somewhere because that's not cool. And really, that's not cool. I mean... Oh, yeah, that's not, totally not. For one thing, you know, it's one thing to pick up trash off the side of the road, which is not cool either, right? But at least there's a big piece of, of trash that are easier to pick up than these little tiny cigarette butts that have like a... I don't know what kind of half-life they have because they are filled with all that tar and shit you've been pulling into your lungs. So it's going to take forever for those things to biodegrade. Mm -hmm. Plus they get blown around the wind and shit. It's just like, man, that's disgusting. It's really gross. And I'm yeah. just, and I, I'm getting on my soapbox here, but I'm just going to say, dude, if you, if you're going to smoke in your car, you know, then, you know, there's an ashtray there. It, I know you might put your coins and shit like that in it, your you know your idea or whatever, but you put your fucking cigarette butts in there. Yep. I mean, you're smoking and that's all well and good for you. I really don't give a shit, right? But I shouldn't have to have your cigarette butt thrown out the window or whatever just because you're too goddamn lazy to take care of it properly. Yeah, yeah. But totally. but but if I did that with my Snickers bar wrapper, right? <laughs> then you'd be like, look at that jerk littering. Well, look at you jerk littering. Right. Yeah. I can sing a song about peeing on somebody. You know, I'm just saying. It's just, uh, I'm, I'm just saying. That's just me. Because I. But yeah, that would be one of the things we were like, why are all these cars upside down on the side of the road? I'm like, sorry, that's me. <laughs> so I all, did that. All that reminds me of. Uh, I, I went on a date with a girl once who. Uh, what was that like? It was kind of overrated, honestly, with this one in particular. Because she. 
She found out that I take my car to the car wash and lectured me because it's a waste of water and there are thirsty people in the world. I don't think they want to drink water from the car wash. That's kind. That was kind of my response. Was like, <laughs> I love you, dude. <laughs> Why, why are we having this conversation right now? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm just envisioning like, somebody with 50 cents in the car with the big huge like nozzle cut. <laughs> it's, it's like the Weird Al UHF movie. He's like, alright little buddy, you want to drink out of the fire hose? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I was like, well, okay, I can see this not going past this date. But then she told me that she smoked, and it's like, what the fuck? Right. (laughs) You can't be that environmentally concerned then. Oh, jeez. I mean, it's not biodegradable no matter how much you want it to be. (laughs) You've seen an episode of Family Guy where death goes on the date with with a woman, and and she starts, like, going off about, like, you know, nuclear weapons and stuff. And he's like, what? She's like, nuclear arms. You can't hug your kids with nuclear arms. And he's like, ugh. And he just reaches out and touches her and she dies. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that, but that's awesome. <laughs> There's another one with Brian, which I'm not going to say on this one because it's it, it, it's it's really bad. It, I laugh. I'm not, I'm not going to say I didn't laugh, but it, it's bad. And I'm not going to repeat it on here, on air. But, yeah. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's, yeah the, the hypocrisy of it all. That's, yeah, yeah, that's that's horrible. <laughs> There's people in the There's thirsty ass people in the world. She says. <laughs> Holy shit! That's... Yeah, well, my car's dirty, and what have African orphans ever done for me? Okay. If it wasn't for all that dirt and dust that's blowing over in the winds from Africa, then my car wouldn't be dirty. They cause this problem. I mean, what do you want me to do? Bless the rains down in Africa? I mean... Oh, man. I, <laughs> you never told me a story. That's hilarious. Uh, I, I've I mean, had it's, bad luck with women. It, it's horrible. It really is horrible, but it's hilarious. I've, I've had really bad luck with women, dude. Oh. Oh man, that was that. That was one of those situations where you just have that brief moment of like, she's not serious. She can't be serious. She's not laughing or smirking. I shouldn't laugh at this. So okay, I have to ask this, and we're we're completely off. But I have to ask, how how much longer did the date go before you excuse yourself? I mean, I, I saw it through to the end, but it's like another hour or two. I, I really don't remember. So after this happened at dinner, right? This was like driving around after dinner. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it, it wasn't too much longer after that. Oh, good. <clears throat> you know what I would have done? Nah. <laughs> I would have pulled into an automatic car wash. <laughs> <and> just. <laughs> and it's like, hey, no one's forcing you to stay in the car. You can get out right now. <laughs> gonna sit here and think fuck the orphans man they don't need water <laughs> my car needs water <laughs> oh jeez that's what that's that's so fun i mean it's it's horrible but that's funny <laughs> wow all right so yeah i don't think there's there's anything and i even even if i even if i did have like the healing factor i think i would still probably end up just being you know a jerk and you know. Well, yeah, because, I mean, with Healing Factor, you get to have that moment of, like, yeah, and what are you going to do, Richard? Stab me? Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see you try. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that that's, and I, I, you know, I guess that's why people don't have healing. Because as much as we want <laughs> to believe that people would do the right thing and that they would risk everything to, to be the good guy, I think in the end, you know, we just wouldn't. I have a really hard time believing that humans are basically good. <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of like you know like when we're like yes I could stop at I could stop at the at the yellow light and I know it's right about to turn red 
but I just got stopped at the last three fucking red lights. Right. I'm not stopping at this one again. You know, and that's exactly what would happen. You know, with superpowers. Like, right. no, I am not. I am not. It's like, no, I, I did the right thing four times now. I'm kind of over it today. Right. I need some me time. So, yeah, that's why we don't have superpowers. So, <laughs> the best we're going to get is, you know, our superpower movies. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And it's sad because you're watching me like, yeah, I want to be that. I want to I be the one at risk it all for everything, you know. Not, not because, you know, I want the fame and the glory and everything. Just because it's the right thing to do. And, you know, it's, it's heroic and valiant. But, no, in the end, I'd be the other guy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I would, I'd just be, you know, just walking down the street, snapping my fingers. <laughs> and I'd, I'd be, I'd be like Oprah with like the power gauntlet. And you gotta go. And you gotta go. And you gotta go. And you gotta go. <laughs> oh. All right. So. Well, that's kind of sad. <laughs> this was a depressing episode. <laughs> yeah, because I just can really completely can like talk myself out of it. And the thing is, I have wasted decades praying for something <laughs> that I realize now, like why I never got. And all those times, I was like, "God, you, one thing is the only thing I've ever asked for in my whole life. Why would you give it to me?" And now I realize, you know, why. So and God's up in heaven, going, "No, no." <laughs> so. So I, I got some deep apology planning to do later on tonight. Uh, I think this is one of those ones where I just can't like lay in bed and do it. I got to actually get down on my knees, you know, and be like, yeah. Hey God, me again. No, I've done some soul searching and <laughs> I feel like you were probably right on this one. Yeah. So. Good so, call. Yeah. I mean. But if you were interested in one of those experiments like he did before, remember the whole Job thing, right? <laughs> if you were, I'm just saying, if you were, you could, you probably couldn't pick any better than me. You could pick better than me. That doesn't mean I'm not worthy. You know? I mean, I mean, not gonna lie, you probably don't want to put a bet on me, but I mean, it's... You know, we could we could do like a trial thing, right? <laughs> I understand if if the answer is still no. I understand, but you know, just. So, uh, yeah, superpowers are good, but they're also bad, and <laughs> and that's just the way it is. Superpowers are good, people are bad. We'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that that, that pretty much sums it up. So yeah, well, um, this is uh, another episode of uh, so our moms think we're depressing. <laughs> <laughs> so our moms are d- d- disappointed in us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so our moms think we can do better. <laughs> So yeah, um, well, hey, thanks everybody for giving us a listen. Um, you know, go, go ahead and let us know what superpowers you would want if you would use them for good or for ill. And, and you know, if you tell us you're going to use it for good, we know you're lying. And this is for posterity's sake, so be honest. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs>